are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor in many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Emily Zook with Veritex Community Bank, 2022 Chair of the Board of the Plano Chamber. Emily, I'm going to jump right in and introduce today's guest because I'm super excited to talk to Brian. So Brian Lyons currently serves as the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion and Title IX Coordinator for the Plano Independent School District. Brian has served in a variety of roles as an educator from Wisconsin, Minnesota, Florida, and the great state of Texas. He has served as a high school history teacher, director of academic programs, elementary, middle school, and high school principal. In his current work, Brian evaluates processes and programs that support an inclusive environment for all students and staff. Brian Lyons has a Bachelor of Science in Secondary Education and an MS from the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, which I know where that is, in curriculum and instruction. He is a board member of Leadership Plano and Plano Youth Leadership. So thank you so much for joining us on Plano Pulse, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's so great to have you on the podcast today, Brian. You are one of our new Plano Chamber board members, so I'm excited to get this time to get to know you even better. Uh, let's start by having you tell us about your background. What got you interested in education? You know, I'm I'm a little bit about me. I'm just I'm the youngest of 17 uh, from a blended family, and so I come from a obviously a pretty large family, and it just seemed like it was a natural fit. And I, I, honestly, we I think we all had that one teacher that really inspired you. If I asked you a question, and I'm sure you have a teacher that pops, you know, in your head, and and mine was my uh, history teacher, and he really inspired me because. One thing he saw something I mean, maybe I didn't see in myself and just changed the trajectory of my entire life. I pretty much owe everything to him. This I, I met my 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 wife, you know, through the programs I was involved in. And so he just opened me up to so many different things that uh, school had to offer. And I just wanted to, I guess, you know, pay it forward. Um, I want students uh, that I interacted with as a teacher and as a principal and provide that same opportunity for for those students. And if I was a, a vehicle to do that, then then I felt it would be the best way for me to do that is to to get into education because you get a chance to do it every single day. If you get it wrong one day, you wake up again the next day and you can you can start over and and, and hit the reset button and do it again. Yeah, I think I have, I can see in my mind the teachers that impacted me. And I would say that one of my high school history teachers from Wisconsin was one of those as well. So there must be something in the water there. But um, anyway, I'm. thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, you recently took on a new role with Plano ISD. And can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's a, um, it's a long title. It's um, Director of Diversity, Equity, and inclusion. And in a nutshell, it, it really is an extension of, I guess, the work I did in the classroom as a classroom teacher and as a high school principal. And, and 
what it does is that for me, it ensures that all students, um, regardless of their current situation, their their background or or their experiences, that they have opportunities to take advantage of what Plano ISD has to offer. You know, we have rich programs here that will allow you to be successful academically. When we talk about our advanced courses, when we talk about our gifted and talented program, our our AP courses, our career and tech courses. So it's something for everyone. And if you just don't know how to access those opportunities, it's hard for you to navigate through that. And when you start your early years from kinder all the way through your senior high, because really that's what school is about. It's trying to figure it out and just creating opportunities. But more importantly, make sure that you remove any barriers or obstacles. When you sit and talk with kids on a daily basis or, or even teachers, you'll be amazed at how many don't know what's out there that they think, well, I can't do that. I can't go to college because of you know financial reasons or I can't go to college because you know um, my grades aren't that great. But there are so many different resources that are available and Plano is a district that all means all. And we wanna ensure that every single student um, has that access and opportunity and, and, and Plano has invested a lot of time and energy and creating of this role to ensure that all students have access and those barriers are removed. That's so wonderful to hear. So what are the district's goals this year related to DEI? I came into this, I was appointed back in February of 2021 and officially stepped into the role um, in July of 21. And we had a lot of feedback from our community and our and our board. Uh, we wanted to determine what were some of the the priorities that our, our community and all of our stakeholders uh, felt were in need. And so we had feedback from all of those stakeholders, uh, community members, and it was really listening to what those priorities are. And so we've narrowed it down. We did some listening rounds last, last spring, and some of those goals um, still exist now. Um, and, and we did a lot of listening. And so um, we're trying to determine, you know, why are some underrepresented populations are not represented in some of our academic programs like our gifted and talented, our advanced courses like AP and IB. But we're also looking at what are those priorities that were identified in those listening rounds that we can um, make a priority throughout the district. And so when we talk about um, uh, human resources, communication, uh, professional learning, what are some things that we can sure, ensure that our campuses and our district are putting in place that all students feel there is a place for them um, in the classroom and outside the classroom? And so those are the goals that we really are uh, approaching this year and with the hope of uh, putting some measures in place next year that we can measure to see how successful we are uh, moving forward. Awesome. That sounds wonderful for our district, for sure. I'm going to change the subject a little and get back to one of my favorite topics, which clearly can tell is Wisconsin. Um, and I recently learned that we're both from Wisconsin and Whitewater, as I mentioned in your bio, is super close to where I grew up. What do you miss the most about either up north or Wisconsin in general, just kind of living or being from that area? I mean, I can tell you that easy answer what I don't miss I don't miss the snow yeah and <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> the, the sub-zero temperatures when it's like one degree or it's right. negative 10 or negative 20 but I, I do miss those summers our family how we bonded 
it was we did we fished a lot. We did a lot of fishing, and and one of the things when we moved around the around the country, I missed the lakes, and yes. I didn't realize how like I thought everyone had a Lake Michigan, even though I knew it was a great lake. But I'm like, oh, okay, all lakes look like that, and Lake Michigan pretty much looks like an ocean, you know, mm-hmm. when I think about it. And so I, I miss I miss that. I miss going on to the fishing bank, you know, in Madison and. Um, and all the other parts of Wisconsin, we would go and, and do a lot of fishing and a lot of family bonding, you know, during that time. And so, believe it or not, I'll be going back. To, I go back home every every couple every couple months in the summertime, <laughs> not necessarily. <Yes. laughs> um, but just to get my my fix of getting back on a fish bank and and, and fishing with my my uncles and my brothers. And so, um, I, I miss that a great deal. I know I, well, I'm going back this summer for a couple of weeks as well um, for a family wedding. And it was funny, my husband, who's from Texas, the first year I took him up there in the summer, you know, it was, it was around the 4th of July and it gets hot there in the summer. But what a lot of people don't realize is it really cools off at night. And so it's the 4th of July, we're sitting around a fire with sweatshirts on, you know, and he's like, what is going on? But um, I definitely miss those seasonal temperatures as well. Yeah. I, I, I can leave winter, winter there as well. So, well, that, that's fun to hear. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll be right back after a short break to learn more about Brian's work in the community, including his upcoming role as chair of Leadership Plano. Stay tuned for more Plano Pulse featuring Brian Lyons. Leadership Plano is accepting applications for Class 39. The deadline is June 15th at midnight. The program runs from September through May with a required overnight weekend retreat September 10 and 11. Leadership Plano focuses on creating community awareness and developing individual and community leadership skills. Learn more at leadershipplano.org. Apply now. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by Brian Lyons with Plano ISD. Thanks for being here, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm enjoying myself. Brian, what does a typical day look like for you at Plano ISD? Uh, tip- <laughs> <laughs> uh, a typical day. You know, there really isn't a typical day because they're all so different. And what I've learned over the years is, you know, what are the things that you can control? And in my new role, it's it's a little different. You know, in my previous life, I was a campus principal. And so it was really being focused on, you know, serving families and community immediately in, in your building, in your community. But in this role, I, I have a little bit more of an opportunity to connect with, with different campuses. So I make it a point to start my day by visiting a campus. And that's really stopping and visiting a, a campus principal or an assistant principal. Um, maybe it's following up on a, a, a question that maybe they had the day before or a couple of days before and and visiting with them just to one, make that connection and establish that relational piece. But more important, getting back to the things that you know you miss when you work at the district level and it's kids um, and just connecting and, and being around that. That's why we all got into this business is for, for students. And so I can start my day there, but Throughout the course of the day, it's really determining how we can support students, you know, across the district and and really doing a lot of listening and doing a lot of community um, engagements that that allow me to 
really get the pulse of of the community and get the pulse of of the various campuses if it's at either at the elementary level or high school level or middle school level it just gives me a chance then to fill those gaps to to identify those things what we can do to support our communities when it comes to um, inclusion work that that we're um, targeting this year and, and, and moving forward with with the district so that's fantastic. Now, I know you and Kelly were talking about Wisconsin earlier, um, but you've also spent some time as an educator in Florida. Tell us about that experience and how did it prepare you for PISD? You know, it, you know moving from Wisconsin and then to Minnesota and all these moves, um, uh, they've been due to my wife. Um, you know, it's she has been um, she's been wonderful at what she does in her career and and she's had a lot of great opportunities. And so uh, wherever she goes, I'm gonna go. I, I'm not too far behind. And and when we moved to Florida and all the other um, uh, states and other school districts that I've worked in, it's really allowed me to, to be able to walk in every, an, another person's shoes um, because I, I can really relate to families that maybe relocate from another city or another state moving when there is no family support um, or very little support because you just got to figure it out. And it can be really stressful for, you know, family and, and kids when they're trying to move and, and try to adapt um, when you're having young children and, and just trying to fit in, you know. And so I, I feel I'm able to to walk in their shoes and, and have a level of empathy and look at it through that lens when I'm working with students, because there's always a story. Um, you just can't look at a student or a family and, and think, OK, well, this is a problem. You you want to start asking questions and you start seeing some some patterns, you know, even in your own experience that may help families or students really change their direction in a positive direction or change their course or give them some insight. And so I believe working in different districts in Florida, Minnesota and Wisconsin, South Florida, it just allowed me to see that there are there's a diverse group that they have diverse needs. And so you have to look at it through that lens when you're supporting families that not every family has the same thing, but their their needs are different. And you just want to be cognizant and, and empathetic to that. Brian, you're the incoming chair of Leadership Plano, which um, our, a lot of our listeners know is one of our signature leadership programs for the chamber what was your experience in the program like, and what do you hope to accomplish while leading Class Thirty Nine? Uh, it, it's it was a great experience, and, and I I fell into it. It was something that wasn't on my radar. Uh, again, was at an event with my wife, and they were asking her, you know, what you should be a part of leadership. Plano, you should think about it. You should think about it. And my wife was just like, you know what, I just. I just can't just I, I just don't have the time I know. And I'm sitting there, you know, as the as the supportive husband being at one of the functions. And she looks at me. She's like, well, what about my husband? He works in Plano. And they was like, oh, oh. And so I started learning more about it. And and it probably was the, one of the best things I've ever done since I moved to the state of Texas. It has been really a wonderful experience because I learned a lot about, you know, myself my communication style, my leadership style. Um, I've been able to c- connect with with a lot of folks that were outside of my industry. And in education, you don't get a chance to do that a lot. 
I was a sitting principal at the time, and most of my network consisted of, you know, educators. But now I was able to to broaden that connection and work with so many different members of the community and learn about the community, uh, which has been great because one, I'm a transplant. You know, I've been in Plano ISD for ten years, and um, I felt like you know. I was a tourist in my own in my own community because I had a chance to experience what it has to offer. And it's a wonderful thing to to know a lot and know the history of your community um, that you serve. And so it's just been a great experience to to be a part of it. Um, And those friendships that I've made with my class, they still exist. We still communicate, you know, weekly. Um, And it's hard as an adult to to establish Friendships, you know, you generally establish those friendships in college and high school, but to be able to establish some really meaningful relationships, um, I would say Leadership Plano really did that for me. I'm really grateful for that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now it's almost time for people to start applying for the next Leadership Plano class. How can people learn more about Leadership Plano? Yeah, throughout, if you go go to the Google machine and just type in, you know, Leadership Plano, and you'll be able to learn about the upcoming class. We have class 39. Um, we'll have various uh, uh, information sessions that occur um, depending on when your listeners are hearing this. You know, we, we have them coming up in the month of April. We have um, one, we have a couple in April and we have one in, in May. But I would advise just type in Leadership Plano. You know, you'll see, um, you'll go on the website and you'll see information about um, applications for the incoming class. Um, the application actually is is live at the moment. So if you're interested and want to learn more about it, you can go in and click on and, and start um, completing an application and, and, and get an idea if it's something that you're interested in. But I would heavily recommend if you are a person that is interested in growing your, your leadership capacity, um, the ability to connect with members in your community and being able to serve, which is the most important thing, really look into Leadership Plano because it gives you a lot of that. And one thing has helped me personally, Emily, I'm able to be a better communicator at home with my children and with my wife because of I've learned, you know, how I communicate and then how the person I'm communicating with, how they're receiving it. So I feel like it it, it has been twofold. It has, has worked out really well on the professional end and on the personal end. So um, it, it, it really crosses all, it checks all the boxes. Well, Emily and I both have three major girls at home. <laughs> and so I've never heard a better recommendation than if it could help us with them. <laughs> we have them. Could we send them on through also? Oh, oh, look. <laughs> yes, we love them, but we need to get them signed up for sure. <laughs> there may be an age uh, requirement, I think. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll have to, I'll, do, maybe I'll go through and then and let her know for the future. I mean, three going on thirty, they might they might actually qualify. So, yeah. awesome. Awesome. Um, well, you know, speaking of you, you mentioned that both as a as a transplant, but then also as a leadership Plano graduate. I know you'll have a good answer for this one, but what's your favorite thing about Plano? Um, favorite thing about Plano? I'll be biased. Um, the schools. I, what Good we answer. have to offer 
you know, when you go through the program and we have a, a, a day called Education Day and it gives you know everyone an opportunity to learn about what Plano ISD has to offer. And I've been a part of it now for the last four years and every single session. It's one of my favorite because one, I learn even more, um, but just to see the reaction from uh, the class members, because some of them were in Plano and how things have changed. And but more importantly, it gives them like, wow, now they have children like my now my kids can have access to these opportunities that exist. And so the schools, uh, the parks, um, you know, having two kids. Now, my children are in Frisco ISD, but we utilize Plano ISD parks and recreation so much that it's just it's one. It's a little touch of home. And, and Kelly, you know, back at home, all the parks back in, in Wisconsin and being outdoors during that time when it's when you can be outside and enjoy the weather. They're great. And it's a great place, you know, to raise a family. The diversity that exists, you feel like you're not in a bubble, you feel like you're really in the real world um, when you're in Plano. So I love the schools, the diversity that exists, the parks, and there's just so much to do. And it's very family friendly. Um, just really love it. It's been the best, best move for us. Excellent. Well, Brian, while we're talking about family, tell us about your family. What all do you like to do in your spare time? We, you know what? We just like hanging out together. Just last night, just we're all in our in our bedroom and I have a 15 year old. He'll be 16 in, in September. My daughter, she'll be 11 in, in June. And they still like hanging out with us. And they prefer to hang out with us. They have their own, you know, their times. Like, all right, we have our fix. We can go FaceTime our friends. But um, they just like hanging out. So we like to spend a lot of quality time with them as long as they want to hang out with us. We want to hang out with them. And they like experiences. So we like to travel and um, they don't have a lot when it comes to stuff, but what they ask for is experienced stuff. They want to experience stuff. And so uh, we like to travel. Um, if it's, Where's your favorite place to travel as a family? Oh, as a family. So, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I'm going to date myself here, but I, I hate flying. And so I used to, but I was a big fan of the A-team and Mr. Mm, T, B.A. Baracus was a guy that he was this big, tough dude that was scared of, scared of flying. And they had to like tranquilize him and knock him out to get him on a plane. I'm that dude. I I do not like to fly. So we drive everywhere. So we drive to Florida. We drive to Wisconsin. We drive everywhere. And so they'll tell you, we love road trips. You know, and again, it's just time that we spend in the car or in the van and just, you know, listening to new edition uh, music, you know, music that we grew up to and just talking and having a good time. And if we do get on the plane, um, they like beach vacations um, where they can in water parks. And so uh, we are actually taking them, Kelly, to the Wisconsin Dells. Um, uh, One of my faves. Yeah, they've never been, and my wife's never been. Even she's from Wisconsin, she's never been. So we're going to go up this 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 coming weekend, and um, they're going to experience, you know, the the Dells. So we just love water parks and hanging out with water. You know, we we have that that sign where we we appreciate water. Emily, you come up to Wisconsin, we'll take you to the Dells. It's like an um, entire city that's like a. It's like Wisconsin's Branson, except not music. It's just like water parks and. And oh, I am so there. And I just, I remember going, I remember doing the ducks 
um, mm. which is the car, the like the the bus that goes into the water and turns into a boat. Mm-hmm. When okay. I was younger, uh, we do a lot of school trips there, so that sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. well, and we 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 took our kids on our first road trip to Florida last May, um, and I was terrified, so I was prepared with every toy, tablet, <laughs> game, car game, snacks, and they were actually perfect. And it was so fun. And my my son, he's six. He loves trivia and questions. So I had, you know, those fun car games, and then the I actually found on Amazon those those um, games with the tabs that as you see a certain sign or a deer or a, you know, and it's like the, the car bingo games. Yeah. And it was when we were, you know, there in Florida in public that everything changed and the three going on 30 year old, you know, made it for an interesting (laughs) trip, but the car ride was wonderful, but it was a wonderful memory, you know? So I, I love that your kids love that. And I, I pray mine will, will, you know, nurture that as well, as long as we can. So. I'm coming around on the road trip. I, I was kind of the opposite. My husband is definitely like you, Brian. He he wants to drive everywhere. And I'm like, no, give me a plane any day. Yeah. But now that we have the three-year-old and I get so nervous about her disruption of other people that we took a road trip to New Mexico last summer and it was great. She yeah. did fantastic. And I was like, you know what? I could get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. you're, in, you're we're, we're all inspired to take that road trip this summer. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I could sit and talk with you all day, especially about all things Wisconsin, but um, we are out of time. So Brian, thank you so much for taking the time to out of your schedule to join us today and give us a peek into not only your role with Plano ISC, but you as a leader of Leadership Plano and um, as a family man. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Take care. Interested in reaching our Plano Pulse listeners? Support the Plano Chamber and the podcast by becoming a sponsor. Contact the Chamber team to learn more. Thank you so much again for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Thank you.